Okay. In the name of the Father and Son of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Uh, continuing our journey with Joshua and the Promised Land and the division and the fights and the battles and ups and downs and and all that uh, that thing. And I think it's been it's been uh, interesting going more and more in depth of of Joshua as we've been doing. As we said before, the from probably chapter uh, eleven, as we said that the the rhythm. Uh, of the of the book itself is different and you after kind of like taking the time to explain and to tell and to see what happened with those uh you know few battles in the beginning and then we said that now it's just you know the prelude that is going on and and taking taking more and more and more and more uh till uh, as we said we paused uh in, in chapter 13 last uh, time and uh where where uh, it's kind of interesting as we said you know the beginning of the chapter chapter 13 joshua 13 now joshua was old and advanced in years and the lord said to him you are old and advanced in years and there remains yet very much land to possess and we just we thought like okay after all the time and after the encouragement and everything now again back to the reality again you know what you, you you're 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 getting old <laughs> We're getting old and we're talking about the idea of in our spiritual life when we when we unless we actually stop and pause and get the taste of what the inheritance and what the the the, the, the promised land means it becomes very very dry again you're always 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 fighting without tasting anything so as we were talking last time the idea that God actually wanted him, even after listing all the cities that are remaining and all those things, but he would go at the end and he tell, tell, tell him that I myself will drive them out from, from before the people of Israel. That's in Joshua 13, 6. <coughs> I myself will drive them out from before the people of Israel, only allot the land to Israel for inheritance as I have commanded you. And we started to go through the uh, allotment and the, and the division of the land to each of the tribes and so forth. We'll continue with that and move on to, as I said last time, you know, there are, in, in chapter 14, there are two incidents that are very, very important. And as, as like what happened with, with in the beginning when, when, when the whole book took like a pause and stopped at the, the details of, uh, of Rahab and uh, on what's happening, you see that also there is a pause here to go into more details of uh, personal, if I may say that, personal experience of uh, Caleb and his daughter later on in, in 14 and in 15. But uh, to, to, to move on with that, remember, we talked about all the, the, the uh, tribes last time, and we talked also a lot about the, 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 the city of what, of whom? Not the refuge, no. City of the Levitical cities, remember? We talked about the Levitical cities. And we said that the, as if you remember on the screen, on the on the map, they are actually what scattered all over the place. All over the place. You know, yes, the Lord told them that you have no portion because the Lord is your portion, but not only that, that I will scatter you all over the place. Why? Because we said the Levites are the people who are serving the Lord, the people who are the only people who were kept pure, kept holy. So they're job and their uh, function is to is to is to teach the people how to be holy so that's why in god's plan he said okay you know what i will not only that you don't have any uh, portion but i will actually disturb you and, and and scatter you throughout the whole the whole uh tribes 
right? And 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 the idea again, we 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 took this back to ourselves. The idea that we are that, you know, what in a way, as Saint Peter was saying, and that we are royal priesthood. In a way, we are all priests. We are all, you know, responsible for bringing God to people and bringing people to God, and we're responsible to offer to Him. So, you know, especially when you look actually at, at even the Coptic church itself and how it started to, to started in Egypt and then scattered all over the place and have people from all over the, 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 the world and different races, different backgrounds. That's the idea of go and spread, go and, and you know, take more land and take and spread more of, of, the, of the holiness of that. The other thing we didn't talk about it yet, but we'll talk about it later, which is the the um, the cities of refuge but before that you know we'll take we'll take a, a, a it, it will come later on but we before that we'll take a pause here in chapter 14. uh remember again chapter um 13 ends with the same thing again he repeated this i believe twice in chapter 13 that the that the levites have no portion right and again in 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 joshua 13 uh, ends the, the 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 chapter also with the same thing. But to the tribe of Levi, Moses gave no inheritance. The Lord God of Israel is their inheritance, just as He said to them, right? And again, the idea that this is your inheritance, God is your inheritance. You know, be 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 aware of it. And then moving on with that, you know, you start chapter fourteen with uh, with uh, more um, uh, details. And of 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 the 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 advancement of of Joshua and of the people to uh, to to the line. So let's read it, and then I'll read it through actually the whole chapter because I want to actually mainly focus today on on the character and the story of Caleb, uh, and who is he, what did he do, and and where is that coming from? It's it's, it's an amazing story. So Joshua fourteen. One, these are the inheritances that the people of Israel received in the land of Canaan, which Eleazar the priest and Joshua the son of Nun and the heads of the father's houses of the tribes of the people of Israel gave them to inherit. Their inheritance was by lot, just as the Lord had commanded by the, by the hand of Moses for the nine and one half tribes. And again, bringing back again what we talked about before is that two and a half tribes were uh, east of the Jordan and the rest into the promised land and bringing this story again, talking about and, and, and you know, kind of affirming the fact that they chose that. They didn't want to go to the promised land. They saw that this land is good. It's good for us. That's where we settle and we don't want to do anything. And with God's, you know, own mind, it said, okay, you're, you're, you, you can have this land. You don't, you don't need the promised land. Don't take it, but still you have to fight, right? So you go fight with the people, with your brothers. And then when you end fight, go back against your land because you refuse the land. So it's yours in a way. So it bring, he brings this back again here in, in verse two. Their inheritance was by lot, just as the Lord has commanded by the, by the hand of Moses for the nine and one half tribes. For Moses had given inheritance to the two and one half tribes beyond the Jordan, but the Levites, he gave no inheritance among them. Again, see the repetition is for a reason, right? As we said before, it's not, it's not just like ink is not free over there at that time. So re repeating the same thing more and more and more, it has definitely its weight, right? Like he's making a point. And remember also we said that at that time there was no division between verses and between chapters and between anything. So the idea of before he moves from one incident and one topic and one 
thought to something else, you can repeat it again, kind of prepare the reader. Okay, we're talking about this, we're done with this, and now we are moving on to a different section, right? Because again, the text all flows without any stop, without any pauses, without anything again. So here again, he's, he's bringing this point back again. For Moses had given an inheritance for the two and one half tribes of beyond the, the Jordan, but to the Levites, he gave no inheritance among them. For the people of Joseph were two tribes, and then he goes on. The people of Israel did as the Lord commanded Moses, they allotted the land. That's 14.5. And then moving on, you know, then the people of Judah came to Joshua at Gilgal. And Caleb, the son of Jephonah, the Kenizzite, said to him, You know what the Lord said to Moses, the man of God in Kadesh Barnea, concerning you and me? Remember, who's Caleb? The spy. Him and Joshua are the only two that came back and told Moses what? We'll take it, right? The other 10, because the whole division and the whole, you know, disaster and said no, and the, the, the Anakim and, and all those people, are, they, are, they are so strong and they are uh, gigantic and we cannot, we can never do this. But Caleb and Joshua are the two who actually took the, the clusters and went back again. So here... Pay attention to the text here because it's very, very interesting. Very interesting. The people of Judah came to Joshua at Gilgal. And Caleb, the son of Jephonah, the Kenizzite, said to him. So he's from Judah, right? And he's talking to Joshua, his partner, right? What is he telling him? Remember. Remember. You know what the Lord said to Moses, the man of God in Kadesh Barnea, concerning you and me? I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to spy out the land. And I brought him word again as it was in my heart. But my brothers who went up with me made the heart of the people melt. Yet I wholly followed the Lord my God. And Moses swore on that day saying, surely the land on which your foot has trodden shall be an inheritance for you and your children forever. Because you have wholly followed the Lord, my God. How many years was that again? He's 40. It's 45. So now he's going to say, I am 85 years old. Right? And he's still, he is involved in the mission, involved in the fight, involved in everything. But not yet has he claimed his land. Right? You're 85 years old, right? You should be done. You have fought enough and you saw and you're in the promised land. Just forget about it. But no. Yes. Yes. That's what he's saying here, right? Again, remember he's saying that I was 40, right? In, in 14.7, I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea. And then he goes on. In, four, in, in 14, 9, and Moses swore on that day saying, surely the land on which your foot has trodden shall be an inheritance for you and your children forever. That was the promise that Moses gave to Caleb, right? 14, 10, and now behold, the Lord has kept me alive, just as he said these 45 years since the time that the Lord spoke this word to Moses. While Israel walked in the wilderness, and now behold, I am this day 85 years old. Listen to this. I'm still as strong today as I was in the day that Moses sent me. My strength now is as my strength was then. 
for war and for going and coming. So now give me this hill country of which the Lord spoke on that day. For you heard on that day how the Anakim were there with great fortified cities. It may be that the Lord will be with me and I shall drive them out just as the Lord said. And Joshua, Joshua blessed him and he gave him Hebron to Caleb, the son of Jephonah, for an inheritance. What do you think of this? What do you think of this? <coughs> hmm? Number one, the promise is the promise. Again, uh, we're, we're in Joshua 14, the story of Caleb, Dr. Samir. Welcome. The promise is the promise, number one. How about, Josh, how about Caleb himself? How about Caleb himself? He didn't forget. And not only didn't forget, what else? I am still as strong today as I was in the day that Moses sent me. 1411. My strength now is as my strength was then for war and for going and coming. He's 85 years old. He's 45 years after he received the promise after the spy story. And he's saying that what I am still as strong as I was. It's amazing. It's amazing. You know, one of the things that we always struggle with, I was talking to, to a group of people the other day about the idea like it's so 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 difficult you know to commit to something is so hard you know you get tired you get tired right you keep you keep you know doing this and keep pushing yourself and you keep this and you know whether that's on a personal level or 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 a service level or or every level right and we all get really tired how can we keep that strength how can we keep that strength and you see Joshua here is saying it in a, in a very, very, very strong way. Again, that's not pride. And it's not, he's not boasting about himself, but he's saying what? He's saying that the promise is there, the strength is there, and not only the strength, give me the land. And that land is what, according to, to, to the text here, which land is it? Hebron, which is actually a hill. So he has to what? To climb, to fight. Not only that, the first enemy that they saw in the beginning is going to be the last enemy. Here he's talking about what? The Amalek, the Anakim. He said that they are still not what's been defeated yet. Look at the, look at the text again, right? So now in, in Joshua 14, 12. So now give me the hill country of which the Lord spoke on that day. For you heard on that day how the Anakim were there with great fortified cities. It may be that the Lord will be with me and I shall drive them out just as the Lord said. 45 years since he saw them and all those fights, all those uh, uh, battles, all those struggle and that those Anakim are still what? Till who comes and, and, and defeat them? So let's stop at, 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 at Caleb and see what, what's, what's, what about him, what's happening? <laughs> you know, why is he so strong like that. Why he never gave up? Why he is still saying like, this is the land that you gave me and I want it. I want it. I'm holding on to that. What do you think? What do you think? I mean, put yourself in the shoes of Caleb now and then, okay, you know what, you're fighting and again, 45 years, it's, it's, it's like, it's life, right? 
but still I want this. And still the same strength to go in, to go out, and to fight, to do everything. So from the beginning, when he was sent out, he is strong. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. But but again, the, the, I'll argue that David saying again, maybe that was, yeah, he was that. But again, after 45 years and not having what the inheritance, what the promise is, you know what, I will just, you know, again, I get tired. Like who of us doesn't get tired from fighting, right? Right, for the people. Okay. Okay. Well, definitely, yes. There is there is definitely that, that divine strength that's coming to him. Right. Yes. Yeah. But still, there's something else. It's not just the divine power. Because, again, the divine power was with too many people, right? Oh, no, that's what, makes... what was special in him? What is it? What do you think? Yes. Just, just let's think, think together and, and imagine. What made him, again, stay and, and, and say and state it with the same strength? I still the same strength. I mean, even, even biologically and physically, you can't be the same strength, you know, from 40 to to. To, to, to 85, it can't be the same strength. Right? What is it? What, what, what was really unique about, about him? <laughs> the irony actually that even Caleb means what? What is Caleb? Dog, kelp. That is the word. So even the name ironically that he is an outsider. Caleb. In Hebrew, the same word as in Arabic. So even whether that was him or not, it wasn't. But actually, it's interesting, ironic that the word itself actually means that he is what he could be an outsider. He's not. He's the 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 dog in the Old Testament is what filthy, right? Un unclean. It could have been coming from from yes, could be. Could be, but what else? What else? What else? You know, let, let's make it very, very, very practical to us because again, that that story, and that's why I'm saying the story is very important because that's our story, right? After after you know how many you know days or something, you start to 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 continue to you know commit to a certain prayer rule, for example, right? Or commit to a certain lifestyle, or commit to something. Or service, or and then after a while, it's like you know, it's, it's really tiring. I can't continue this, right? And even if you're continuing, you're not continuing with the same power as he said that I had in the beginning. Right? How we can keep that that fire? How can we keep that continuous? As I was saying today in at Saint Mary's, 
the 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 end of the of the book of acts of the praxis reading that they were uh pursued to 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 maintain in the grace right how is that what else that he that, that he experienced caleb Beside all that, there is the fact that he went and looked and tasted and touched and brought back the promised land, something from the promised land to him. So it wasn't just a fight. It wasn't just a matter that, because we all fight, but after a while we lose even the hope and we lose even the goal. Why are we fighting? Why are we fighting? But for him, look at the text itself again. The text is very, very clear in, in, in giving us explanation. He said what? So now give me this hill country of which the Lord spoke on that day. Give me the hill, give me my inheritance. All I want is the inheritance. I don't care, you know, I've been fighting and I've been doing this and I've been helping other people and doing all those things. But to me, my inheritance is very, very important. And I'll hold on to that. And I know that this is mine. The promise was very clear. You have this part. And he was holding on to that promise even though after all those years, especially being himself being there already before, right? Not everybody has seen other than 12 spies, right? And 10 of them, even after seeing, but they didn't believe. But he saw him and Joshua. And he saw the land that is full of honey and milk. He saw how the clusters of the, of the wine and of the grape and, and, and how big they are and how they can bring it back. And he saw that, he touched that. So with that, like, I want this. I want this regardless. You could have settled, okay, you know what, I've been fighting, just, at, you know, whatever, just give me whatever. But no. He knew exactly what his inheritance was. And that, that's, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm stretching, I'm, I'm, I'm like pointing out this because it's very important for us if we really know what we have, if we really experience what we have, if we really, if we really taste what we have, You'll continue, I will continue to say, this is what I want. And I will hold on to it. Yes, Albir. So, like, I don't know if there's more people, you know, curious inside about it than this person before, right? Yes. Like, I don't know if there's more people, you know, like, I don't know, you know, like, 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 you know,
And keeping that in front of him. And again, one of the, you know, the, again, that's why I'm stressing on this because the idea again of how often do we say like, well, I don't have any motivation anymore, right? Like, I, I don't know what, what keeps me motivated in order to continue, right? But you look at that again, not only motivation for one, two, three, four days, but that the same thing and the, the amazing thing goes like, it is the same strength and I'm still fighting for that piece of land that you promised me, right? I think big part of what we do is we go through the motions and to go through the 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 the, 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 the everything that we do, and we totally forget what are we doing it for, or we do it without actually tasting what is it. So after a while, again, how often, how many times, all of us, I'm the first one, after a retreat or after a revival or after the Great Lent or after one of those times that you feel really, you know, spiritually high, right? And then you continue and then you start to change your life and then it doesn't last, right? Why? Why we don't keep the same strength as I was before? I'm still the same strength to fight and to go in and to go out. Yes, Julian. not having the belief to 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 hold on to the promise again not only that but i'll take it to another level juliana which is like actually no not only just not having the belief but believing in other things right believing in other things because again i have to believe about something again imagine caleb again he's believing in something that okay is not in his hand right not only that but it's actually filled of what of the enemy of the great enemy, the one that actually made the whole people of Israel freak out, right? And you could have just believed in other things, you know? Okay, well, just settle for this part, you know? We'll, we'll give you something. Just settle for it. So not only that we, 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 we the, belief, the belief is not there, we are believing in the wrong things, right? When we believe in our efforts, in our capabilities, in, in, in everything that we have here, that those are other beliefs that makes us, gives us sense of what? Hmm? Not only pride, but sense of, 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 of settlement. No, I'm settled. I believe in this and this and this and this. I have my house. I have my job. I have my 401k. I have my this. I have my this. You know, I'm, I'm okay. I believe in those things. What else do I want? What else do I want? Right? But then... Again, the idea of like, does it, is, is that really all what you want or not? And where are all those things coming and where are all those things going, right? Yes, Albi.
Yes, counting all the rubbish for the sake of the knowledge of God. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's it's important to 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 look at Caleb again and see, you know, it's it's the the question or the answer for the question that we always ask: How can we can continue with the same strength? How we can continue the same strength? Yes, Dave. Okay. Yes. Yes. Right. Only the two came back instead of the right. Yes. Doesn't catch them. Yes. So they go and they see the mighty men say, We can't see these guys. And they really don't think of God, but Caleb has God right in the forefront of his mind. And I think that's different. Yes. I think Caleb is no different 45 years later. Yes. He's still that same person who thinks about God. Constantly. Constantly, yes. And there is there is actually something that's repeated twice describing Caleb in this passage here. I don't know if you paid paid attention to it or not. That he did something, it's repeated twice, at least twice. In 14:9, it says, And Moses swore on that day, saying, Surely the land on which your foot has trodden shall be an inheritance for you and your children forever, because you have wholly followed the Lord my God. And then going on to the towards the end of the chapter. Therefore, Hebron became the inheritance of Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, the, the Kenizzite, to this day, because he wholly followed the Lord, the God of Israel. Right? Again. Again, the same thing. He wholly followed the Lord. What does that mean? Wholly followed the Lord. Again, it's repeated twice. That means it's important. It means that there is something unique about it. Right? That he got this because he wholly, wholly followed the Lord. What does that mean? And how is that, that you know, applicable in our lives? Not worshiping other gods, okay? What else? Yes. Holy from God. Right. Yes. <coughs> it's interesting. The word itself is actually coming from from uh, a root which is mala, uh, which is mala, which is yamla, full. Malian, full, 
so so fully is actually that he's actually full right so he's he's he is giving the fullness and that's exa exactly what the commandment was right love the lord your god from whole, all your heart from the fullness to be full so but in order this is this is the trick here in order to worship god fully you have to be what filled fully with him right because full it's in both to be full that i am full and i am giving my fullness also right and 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 that that's that's the trick because if i'm not full you know again the, the, the there was a there was a say i think if i if i remember exactly what it what it says but uh, if you have a part-time relationship with God, you're always going to give him a part-time part. My relationship with only part-time, all what he gets is part-time. Part if what I'm getting from him is part-time, what I give him is part-time. Right? So the idea is when he says, because he wholly or fully fill, followed the Lord fully with all the fullness. All the fullness also meaning what? That he was what? He's able to do what? To be full, to be empty, right? How can you fill something unless it is empty first? He emptied himself, right? And that's that's a big, big issue also that we always struggle with. Like, you know, I don't know how to be filled with the spirit. Well, you need to empty yourself first to be filled, which we don't want to empty ourselves. What does it mean to empty ourselves in a practical way? What do you think? again exactly don't be attached as we said before right empty empty yourself what else <laughs> self-denial yes yes And, and when you look at those things and you see what the church is teaching us, you see there is a reason for that. And the, actually, the church is actually helping us to live that life of what? Emptying ourselves, right? When, the, when, when fast comes, when, when you come and worship, when, you're, when you are aware that you're coming to the liturgy and to the Eucharist, right? When you, when you empty yourself in front of God in the confession, all those things, the church is actually helping us to do what? To live that life of self-emptiness. In order to be filled, because once we are filled, then our relationship with him will be what? Full relationship. Right? That's the hardest thing. Okay. <laughs> Definitely, I because this is an important point. That's where 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 it starts to comes as as self righteousness. I am doing it myself, right? And we know I, I was talking to somebody one time said Abuna, I pray the full agbeya, but I don't taste anything. So like, who told you to pray the full agbeya? <laughs> right? 
Did you ask someone? Did you get some any kind of advice? Anything? Like, no, I want to do it. <laughs> it's not right. right. And again, that's why I'm, I'm linking this to the church and what the church has given us and what the church is teaching us in order to be, to, to have an actual step, an actual coaching, how to empty ourselves. Right? Somebody can, can, can okay, come with, a, with an idea. Okay, you know what? I don't want anything from this world. I'm just going to, you know what? Quit for everything and do everything. And just like, okay, that's not the right way to answer yourself. It could be, but take it from God. Right? One of the biggest things with Caleb here that he was since the time of Moses till that time for the 85 years or the 45 years, he was always with Joshua, always with the leader. Right? Yes, we don't see his name too often, but it, it's very obvious from the dynamic itself that they were working together. Right? Or he's taking a leader for himself, taking a mentor for himself. To the point that when it <coughs> excuse me, when it was time to 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 claim, he went to, to Joshua and told him, right? In a very, very open communication. You know, like it wasn't like, okay, what am I supposed to do now? It's been too long. I don't know if you remember or not. Uh, maybe I'll send him somebody, maybe, maybe I send him a text or no, you know. It was very open. Like he went and said, okay, what remember that time when we were together? I want this, give it to me. <laughs> Another point also in that whole story is the, the, the uh, uh, exactly with, with the parable of the Lord and the, the midnight friend. The audacity of asking, 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 right? Ask, this is my inheritance, I want it. Maybe I didn't get it for all this time for whatever reason. Maybe you forgot about me. Maybe, you know, we're busy doing other things, but this is mine and I want it. The repetition and the perseverance and the asking and the repetition of the asking, right? And always asking, asking, but again, asking for what? Asking for the inheritance, not asking for anything else. You said you'll give me this part of the land. You said you'll give me the, whole, the, 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 the holiness. You said, be perfect as I am perfect. You said, be, you know, love the Lord with all your heart. Give this to me. I don't have it. Yes. It's coming next. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's coming next. I always say it's, it's Caleb and his daughter. The daughter is like, like her father. It's another beautiful story. Yes. But again, I think all those things are very, very important to understand from the story. And it's a very, very encouraging story. Very encouraging story. Again, hold on to what we have and ask for it. No matter what, I want this. Well, it's still filled with the Anakims, the first people who actually drove everybody crazy. You know what? I know that I will defeat them. And the irony of this also is that first enemy was defeated with even way less, right? Well, God, you know, I'm still struggling with this, but, but I'm, I, I can't get rid of it. Well, it's in God's time. Just be faithful. God will take it when he wants to take it, as long as you're faithful. Right? Yes.
He, he knew that. So with the story, maybe four things. Number one, know the promise. Right? We know the words. As it's written here from the beginning, let's take it from, this, from the text itself. It says in verse, in verse uh, six, it says, then the people of Judah came to Joshua at Gilgal and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, the Kenizzite, said to him, you know what the Lord said to Moses. Know what the Lord is saying to you. Number one. <laughs> Number two, know the reality. The reality is I am advanced in age, right? And I could be getting tired, but I'm not getting tired. Right? So acknowledging the fact itself. Number three, know the promise that you said the land that your foot will trod will be yours. Know that. Know that. And finally, know the reality that there is always going to be what you still have to fight again. It's not just gonna, okay, I'm gonna go and take it because it's mine, you know, it would be so easy. But no, yes, it's yours, but you still have to fight to get to take it, which is crazy, right? Like God has told him, I'll give you this, but you know what? It's not that easy. It's not just gonna go and take it. You have to go and fight for it. Well, can't you just give it to me? <laughs> I'm 85 years old now, I'm barely walking. But no, I'm, you're not barely walking. You have the same strength that you had before. If you apply this to our spiritual life, you see that it's very, very, very much needed, that mindset, that mindset. And the more we are faithful, the more, this, that was faithfulness from, from, from Caleb. I want this, and this is mine, and I know I will take it. Okay. You will, you will, you will have it. Uh, Hebron, by the, by, the, by the way, means fellowship or association. <laughs> so it's interesting also to know that the land that he is, he is, he is, he is inheriting meaning fellowship, right? Because that is the strength, that's part of the strength, right? That he had the fellowship, whether with Joshua, whether with the other people, but fellowship and, 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 and strong fellowship is very, very important with that. Very important. Yes, uh, Hebron is now the city of Khalil. Khalil means uh, friend or fellowship. Khalil means friend, yes. Khil, friend, yes, yes. Fellowship, right, yes. <coughs> in that, excuse me, in that area, yes, yeah, yeah. So we we move on with 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 that story again, and and moving to to the 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 the, the idea again, which which repeated itself twice that he fully or fully followed the Lord, right? And uh, one interesting part at the end of this chapter, which is actually. It repeated several times in the book of Judges. It says, and the land had rest from war. You see this phrase repeated several times in the book of Judges, which actually telling, telling us that this is the continuation, right? That, that mindset. You'll read this more and more and more. After every time they have a judge and they did uh, have some uh, victory and then and says, repeat this, the same thing. And the land had rest from war. And the land had rest from war, right? Uh, which is good and bad. Some people take this as a good thing, that it's peace. But some people said it's good. It's not a good thing because you always want to be fighting, right? 
Because when you rest, then the enemy comes back again. And that is the cycle of judges, right? So we read it as, well, it's a good sign, you know, there's peace, but actually it's not, right? Because the land has rested, meaning that, okay, they're just settled for what they have. They're not, not ready to, to stay uh, in the battle. Right? And that's why they rest for a while and then another enemy comes, another threat comes and so forth and so forth. Yes, Dave. Yes, 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 right. Yes, 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 right. You'll see this more and more in the chapter 18 when some of it's like, till when you'll be lazy, <laughs> right? Some of them still didn't want to continue. They rested. And the Lord will read it later on in chapter 18. It's amazing. Like, till when? Right? So, again, the idea to rest is not, not always good in the spiritual life. You shouldn't be resting. He is the rest. Right? He is the rest. So, we are resting in him. But it means that we are still fighting. And he is fighting for us. Yeah, I think it has some spiritual uh, meaning because uh, when when uh, Jesus has been uh, uh, tested by the uh, demon, yes. he says that he departed from him for a while. A while. Mm, yes. Yes. For, for, I think that uh, God doesn't allow us to. To, to war uh, uh, every time. Yes. Give us some rest for a while. Right. And right. That, that's, that's definitely to say. Actually, we were talking about this last time when he said in chapter 13 that Joshua was aged and he could not, and he is, he is, he is advanced, but the land is still ahead of you. There is a lot of land to be, to, be, to be claimed. But I don't want you to continue the war now. Go and do what? Start dividing the land. Right. So even when he was resting, he was doing something what? positive, something actually joyful, something that keeps the mind of, of the war in his mind, even though he is not physically right. So it's definitely needed, but, but it's not, it's, 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 it's a bad practice when we rest and we don't do anything else, right? When we just relax, right? But that's why, as I was saying last time, that's why we all need some time of, of, of retreat. Right, time of quietness. You know, the, the, the fathers always say this. Try to take, you know, maybe you know, you know, certain time a day, certain time a week, certain time a month, certain time a year, but make sure to take your retreat because that's the time we rest. But we're not resting, staying passive. No, we're actually being what regrouping again for another battle that will come. Okay. <coughs> After this, we have still 10 minutes. I'm just going to go through this since we're not having a Bible study next week. Uh, we'll go through in chapter 15, the continuation of this, that after he start to fight and after he start to take more and more on land, Caleb, then he ends up with uh, another encounter that is very important. There was another 
uh, village in 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 Caleb in Caleb in Joshua uh, fifteen and verse thirteen, fifteen thirteen. It says, uh, according to the commandment of the Lord to Joshua, he gave to Caleb the son of Jephuna a portion among the people of Judah, Kiriath uh, Arba, that is Hebron. And Caleb drove out from there three sons of Anak, Shishai, Ahiman, and Talmai, the descendants of Anak. And he went up from there against the inhabitants of Debir. Now the name of Debir formerly was Kiriath Safar or Kiriath Safar. So he's taking more and more land, and then he got stuck at one of the small villages, Qariyat Safar. Okay. I couldn't take it. Maybe he got more uh, tired or whatever. But look at the text here. It says, and Caleb said, whoever strikes Qariyat Safar and captures it to him, I will give Aksha my daughter as wife. Right? So you know what? at this point, maybe he couldn't fight or whatever. But he said, I need some help, basically. Whoever is going to take this, this village, I'll give him my daughter as a wife. Aksha. Aksa in Arabic. And Othniel, the son of Kenaz, the brother of Caleb, so his nephew, Ibn Akhu, captured it and gave it and gave him Aksha, his daughter, as wife. He gave him the promise again. Look at what happens next. When she came to him, she urged him to ask her father, she urged her husband to ask her father for a field. And she got off her donkey and Caleb said to her, what do you want? So he gave Ethanil Aksha as a wife. And then Aksha wanted to take advantage of that. So she told her, his, her husband, please go talk to my dad and ask him to give me a field. Okay, So he gave her a field. But then that wasn't enough for her. <laughs> So now she went to Caleb, which is her father. And as it says here, he, she, she dismounted from the, or she got off the donkey. And Caleb said to her, what do you want? In Arabic, Malaki, Malik, what do you want? So she said to him, give me a blessing since you have given me the land of the Negev. Negev is the south. Southland, which is dry land. <laughs> Since you gave me the land of Negev, give me also springs of water. And he gave her the upper springs and the lower springs. There's a lot and a lot, a lot to say about this. And we've talked about it several times. The idea that, again, remember, as we said, that she is like her, like, like father, like, daughter here in this in this in this in this uh, story right he held on to the promise right and said okay you promised me this after 45 years i want it right and it was very very <coughs> a good thing for him now the the daughter used the opportunity that now there is a good relationship between between Caleb and his nephew and she told him, okay, now if you can go and ask him for a field, I want more, right? And he, Caleb, gave her a piece of land. She should have been very satisfied with it, right? If I have a field, I have a land, okay, very good, thank God. But she had a different view. Why? Because this land is the land of south. What good is the land without 
water. So she went to her father and the father said, what do you want? Forgive me, blessing me. If you apply this whole story on our life and our relationship with our father, it's amazing, amazing. I always say this is a sign of what we call spiritual greedness, tama ruhi. Right? Like I just, just the lamb is not enough. Well, I've given you something. No, give me more. Give me more. I want blessing. Give me more. I haven't been praying for a while. I start to pray. It's good. Give me more. Okay. I haven't been connected with you and now I'm good. I can settle on this. No, no, no. I don't want to settle with this. I want more. Why? Because I know if I settle on this, what happened to this, to this part of land? To try. What is good of a piece of land piece of field without the, the water. And always we know that the water is always the, the, the symbol of the Holy Spirit. There is here, yes, that, that's this, the south, the, the, the land of south, Nagab, which is called now in, in Israel, are the Naqab. Naqab, yes. Yes, mm. it yes. is a dry place. Yes. And so, she will not benefit anything from this land without water. <laughs> and she was smart in thinking yes. about this. Exactly. Exactly. So the dry land. Dry land. So he was trying maybe to fool her or something. Like, okay, just take this and go away. He was like, no, no, no. Uh, yes. Yes. Right. This is my right now, you know, because. Yes, yes, give me something. The idea again is not to settle with what we have, right? Always ask for more. I'm talking spiritually. Ask for more. Yes, mountain fields, yes. Yes. Mm. Yes. But the thing that you realize that. I mean, again, she realized that this is, you know, yes, I can, I can be satisfied with this land for maybe a season or two, but after this, it's going to, to dry, right? How often we say, okay, we have something, and then we're just going to go like, you know what, I feel good now, so I'm just going to go and not ask for more. And then at one point, we are dry. We're dry. And the point, again, that she went to her father, she's asking her father. Right? And the moment he saw her, he's like, what do you want? In a very nice way, by the way. What is it? In, in, in the actual, you know, in, in the Arabic, it, it makes more sense. You know, uh, it says, uh, it doesn't say, it's, it's, it's in Judges 1 also, the same story. The same story exactly in the book of Judges chapter 1, which tells us exactly, again, how important that is. Right? Milk, what do you want? Why are you concerned? But give me blessing. And then it says that he gave her what? More than she asked. The upper and the lower means what? That the land is, <coughs> excuse me, that the land is surrounded, emerged, submerged with water. We're going to give you everything from the upper and the upper and the lower. We'll give you everything just because you asked. 
But here's the trick. This is this is my, my favorite part of the story. I always talk about this. That the book mentioned that she did what? Get off the donkey. What is the problem with this? Like, who cares about the donkey? And if you look at look it up again in, in Judges 1, it's the same thing. The same thing. The fathers always say that the donkey is a sign or a symbol for the flesh. For the flesh. So you need to dismount from your flesh. Again, the idea what you're talking about before, which is self-emptiness. Leave the flesh. You can't ask for more blessings for more water while you're still on the donkey. <laughs> Let go of the donkey. Right? Let go of the donkey. The donkey also is the comfort. Again, dismounting from the donkey, meaning you're going to be on the ground with all the mud and all the dirt and all the discomfort. But you know what? This is what you need to do in order to ask. But if you're comfortable, right? Plus also it is, it is a sign of respect. She's talking to her father. He needs to be on the same level, right? Not from a higher place. And I am comforted and I'm rested and just ordering you give me, you know, it's more, more what? Humility, very humble. I'm standing on the ground in the mud, maybe barefoot, whatever, just, just imagining, right? And here it is, I'm right now in front of you. Maybe even she kneeled in front of him. <laughs> and that's why he said like, what is it? What do you want? And right away he gave her, he didn't ask anything. Well, I gave you something. No, that's what God does with us. He will never ask like, you know, I gave you something. Back again to knock and shall be. Seek and it will. That's the same concept, the same spirit. Same spirit. As father, as daughter. It's an amazing story. Amazing story. Otherwise, you'll get, I will get dry. If I don't ask daily, if I don't ask in every liturgy, ask. No, give me the spirit. Give me the spirit. I can't go through another week without this. I barely made it here today, you know. With all the craziness of the world and the craziness for the week. I'm so dry. It's okay to be dry. But it's not okay to stop asking. We will get dry. The land will get dry. But it's wrong when we know that we can ask for the water and we're not asking for that. It's very, very parallel to the Samaritan woman story. Right? I have the living water will give me that water. And he gave her, it became fountains of water. Same thing. It's amazing when you look, when you, when you link the, the, the scripture, you know, the old and the new Testament, you see it's, it's amazing. It's the same, the same mind, same mindset. So again, when she came to him, she urged him to ask her father for a field and she got off her donkey and Caleb said to her, what do you want? She said to him, give me, a blessing since you have given me the land of Negev, give me also springs of water. And he gave her the upper springs and the lower springs. And then just like, okay, we're done with this. <laughs> Go back again to the to Joshua again. Say again. Because the continuation, <coughs> as we said, Caleb is actually the beginning of that age, right? 
because after this Joshua will die and then the idea of the land has rested and that's why again uh, after the death of Joshua in Judges 1 the people of Israel inquired the Lord and then goes on and then uh, brings back again the idea of Hebron and of Caleb and uh, it says and the men of Judah fought in, in Judges 1.8. The men of, of Judah fought against Jerusalem and captured it and struck it with the edge of the sword. And afterward, the men of Judah went down to fight against the Canaanites in the Negev and in the lowland. <laughs> and Judah went against the Canaanites who lived in Hebron. And then from there, they went against the inhabitants of the Beer. And then Caleb said, who attacks Kariath Sefer, capture it, I'll give him Aksha, my daughter as a wife. And the same story again, exactly the same text, exactly. When she came to him, she urged him to ask her father for a field, and she dismounted from her donkey, and Caleb said to her, what do you want? And she said, give me a blessing. Same thing. So it's, a, it's the beginning of that era of the, of the, of the judges after this. Right? Uh, yes, and, 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 and uh, 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 Othniel became an actual, you know, yes, yes. Later on, he became, became uh, a big, big uh, uh, role in, in the fight and everything. Yes. Yeah. So just two things, two stories that we need to you know, focus on and, 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 and contemplate about it more and more and pray about it more and more. How would we to, to hold on to the promise and to ask and say, like, this is my promise. I want it and I will know I will take it. Give me this. And always wanting more blessing, always wanting more blessing, as as uh, Aksha did, and just like give me more, give me more. Remember to dismount from the donkey, as I always say. <laughs> we cannot ask while we're comforted with the flesh. Cannot. It's just it's like double, double, two, two, two opposite things, two opposite things. So we're done with the fourteen and fifteen. Uh, I will be traveling uh, to Egypt tomorrow night. So we uh, won't have a uh, study again till the, till the 29th. So the 21st I'm out and the 28th I'm out, right? Yes. So we'll, uh, we'll have the Bible study next time. I'm sorry, the 20, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm looking at Friday. Just the 22nd, just the 22nd, I'm sorry. So next uh, Saturday, the 22nd, there is no Bible study, and then we'll continue the 29th, God willing. Uh, Abuna Musa Makram, again, from Long Island, he'll be coming Friday the 21st. He'll have Bible study with the youth, as usual, on the Friday the 21st. And then he'll pray with us the liturgy on the 22nd, Saturday, and no liturgy on the 23rd. Okay. Let's pray then if there's any other questions or anything. Okay. In the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, one God. And Lord, we thank you Lord, for this time. Thank you Lord, for your, <coughs> the lessons that we've learned, Lord, that we hear, Lord. And ask you to move that spirit in our heart, Lord, that we're always asking you for more, more spiritual blessings, Lord. As St. Paul says, that we, we, we thank you Lord, for all the spiritual blessings that we have in heaven, Lord. Would you give us, Lord, the strength that we never uh, feel weak, Lord, that we always strong, Lord, uh, as we were before, Lord, our going in and out and our fighting, Lord. Allow us always to claim and to ask what we have. Lord. Allow us to ask for the for the blessings, for the water, Lord, for the streams of water that you can shower us, Lord, for the upper and lower things. Pray for everyone, Lord, who's all with us, who's struggling, just have no one to remember them. 
hear our prayers, supplications, praise all your things. We say, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. May the love of God, the Father, grace of His only begotten Son, the King of the Holy Spirit, with you go in peace, peace be with you all. Amen. Have a good night. Thank you, Lord. Thank you.